0: Welcome to another episode of Family Records. My name is Matt Rodolfi and with me as always is the man with the Pinecrest gear. Pinecrest gear. Pinecrest? It just seemed to flow off the tongue like that. You're always wearing Pinecrest gear, bro. I am. I bought a bunch of it. I, I don't it, right? care. I bought that Miwok hat when we did the Miwok ones and I, the red one mm-hmm. and I bought it because it was super like in your face and bright and flashy and I thought like, ah, it's obnoxious and I've not worn it since. Also, you're wearing a Pinecrest hat. Who are you to talk? They don't know that. <laughs> they do now. <laughs> I forgot I was wearing a Pinecrest hat. Wait, am I wearing so mine? So no, I'm sure. not. no, not wearing no, my, no, my Fat Tango uh, Blake Sweet is here. Where? Ah, You funny boy. Funny, <laughs> funny boy. I try. <laughs> How's it been going, man? Uh, it's been going good. Yeah. Uh, this
1: last week, I spent a lot of time hurrying up and finishing our next episode of fat tango presents. Oh yeah. Which I think is supposed to come out the day before this comes out.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I gotta did get it, it to-, to
1: Mikey a little bit late, a little late. I, and I feel so bad too. Cause like for, I definitely wasted at least like two or three weeks of just like, Oh wow. That first part went by so quickly. I've got yeah. all the time in the world. I got that feel. And <laughs> then, uh, yeah. And then all that time went by and it was like, Oh shit. <laughs> I gotta get to work like because yeah. i i think it was i just i expected there to be less work with how quickly it went because i
0: but the sound work was the same
1: yeah so the sound work was the same but yeah i got the dialogue done in like half the time that's awesome so i was <laughs> that's awesome i was very you know i was the hair taking a nap because i had such a head start
0: he almost yeah, yeah. okay got it the yeah. hair. um i did not go slow and steady That's funny. Well, everything's a little delayed. I've I've been having time. Like I finished, I've been having downtime because I'm about to get uh, the next episodes coming to me late, like a month late too. So I'm going to be behind the last couple of months, the last couple for the season. So whatever. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're getting ready to drop a big project, which I don't know that we're naming yet. Nah, we're getting ready uh, to start working hard on that project. So I But I've had extra time. Like I've been supposed to be working on it already and I just had nothing to do. So I like I beat cyberpunk. Loved it, by the way. I don't know what all the hate is about. I thought it was great. Um, I keep hearing that, but I just I'm
1: like one, maybe two video games a year. So.
0: Oh, yeah, me too.
1: I I, I I haven't gotten
0: to it. I I try like I pick them up every now and then think I'm going to get hooked. Like I played Outer Worlds. I told you about that. And I just Mm -hmm. like fell off because it was too much. It was like Skyrim. But. You know, out there. Cyberpunk wasn't quite that. It was much a lighter RPG, so it was a little easier to jump in and out of. Uh, and then I also just got hooked. So I have that same problem. Like, I'll
1: buy a game thinking it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And then it's just like I'm I'm bored with it after like two weeks. See, that's the thing, it's like
0: it, that it, happens a lot. Outer outer worlds I wasn't bored with. I was very invested, but it was it's, too it's convoluted.
1: So See, that's that's what happened to me with um. I don't know the, the, the time for that Dogs anymore. Game. Yeah, it was the same thing. It seems like a fun game. Like I enjoyed the time that I spent playing it. There was like no excitement just, around
0: it. Yeah, nobody I, was like even talking about well, it. And
1: that was why I got it brand new for like forty bucks. Ooh, <laughs> and I was just like, oh well, it's already on sale. I might as well just. It's a bummer. Watch Dogs Two was so good. It was such a good game. It Watch Dogs Three was very ambitious. I still haven't gone back and revisited it. Really, every now and again when I go back and revisit a game that just. I gave up on it ends up being great. And I kick myself for like, yeah, um, that happens. Like, actually I just recently started playing far cry Four. really, which, you know, I know I'm like 10 years late to the party at this point, (laughs) but not like I got it back when it was new. And, uh, I loved that game and I played through, I don't know that I finished act one. Really? Um, And it, it wasn't that it wasn't a
0: good game. I just, at, at it the was point different where I, and it, it was very different for the time that it came out being yeah. like a mountainous was it like Tibet it's like Tibetan or something, something like, like that, that yeah it's, it's it's so mountainous and the driving and like all that stuff doesn't have the open fluidity of, of some of these modern games but it ended up being such a good game especially once you unlocked like the helicopters and the wingsuit and all that oh yeah it's, I love that game well and that's the thing too like I liked I, it better than Far Cry 4 uh, five. Oh, yeah, it's so much better. Like, I liked five, but it's so much better. Well, that's that's the funny thing is
1: Far Cry 5 was the first Far Cry game that I picked up and actually finished.
0: Really? Yeah. I never even beat it. That's funny.
1: I, I think part of it was just I was living in Montana when it came out and it's set in Montana. And you're like, look, trees. <laughs> yeah, like, I know <laughs> trees like that. <laughs> to be fair, that was half of the appeal to Watch Dogs, too, was that it was set in San Francisco.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there was something about that game where it's like you're playing and you're like, wow, I've been here. I know my way around. It's this layout of San Francisco, but there's not poop on the ground and stuff. And you there's know? no traffic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's not a million people. Everywhere all
1: around me. I wonder if that's how New Yorkers feel every year when a new Spider-Man game (laughs) comes out. (laughs) Look, it's clean New York. (laughs) Oh, hey, look,
0: there's a guy getting mugged. (laughs) It's just like home. Hey, I wish we had a Spider-Man to come save you when you were getting (laughs) harassed in the street. (laughs) Let's drink our whiskey.
1: All right. That's Um, a good idea.
0: What is our whiskey today? All right.
1: Our whiskey today is Ezra Brooks Straight. Rye whiskey. Rye
0: whiskeys. We know I'm not a big fan, but.
1: Yeah. Let's Although, do it. see, I pulled up the description and this is why I think you're going to like it. Okay. All right. This whiskey is 51% rye, 45% corn, 4% malt, and 100% genuine. Bottled at an honest 90 proof, it's a real straight shooter.
0: That's honest, it. That's the genuine. whole description. 100% genuine. I appreciate that. That feels genuine it does that they would say that they are genuine well like we talk so much shit about the uh like
1: how extravagant all the whiskey descriptions are and this is one sentence two sentences yeah
0: that is pretty cool most of the time it's like this is a no bullshit whiskey and and then it's made paragraphs of bullshit yeah it's like all (laughs) bullshit afterwards made with the the beauty of of the rockies or whatever this is a no bullshit description i think we got to see if it's a no bullshit whiskey let's try it clink clink
1: Definitely a rye. It's soft good, though. though. It's soft. It's, it, well, you can tell it's, it's got just enough mm. rye to be considered a rye whiskey. So it's still got kind of like, like a, like it's still a little bourbon
0: y. Yeah. The bites, it's got the rye bite, but it's not, it's not biting hard, but it does linger. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's, I mean, like the
1: description said, it's, it's almost half and half corn and rye. So I think that high corn
0: content really is making a difference. Yeah. Bourbon is cor- corn. Whiskey. Huh? I saw a thing. Uh, cause I was ordering off of a site that we order some off of that. There is a like Jameson black label. Have you heard of that? Is that the, uh,
1: it's, it's like, it's like the stout or the cold brew from what whiskey? I understood
0: when I was reading it. No, it was just, it's like Jameson, but it's like re aged in charred barrels or whatever. Hmm. Like it goes back into the barrel or something like that. Interesting. I don't really understand it. Uh, cause I don't really understand all this, shenanies, uh, about the whiskeys and stuff, but you know,
1: I, I mean, it is fascinating to like learn about whiskey Yeah, to a degree because it just, it blows me away how much of a time commitment it takes to make a single bottle that we can drink in
0: a night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say we've, I feel like when we started this, I listen, I can listen back to those first few episodes where we think we kind of know about whiskey and I still feel like we don't know anything about whiskey, but we definitely have some experience yeah. now. I'm for sure. I'm less
1: confident in my knowledge about whiskey than I was when we started this, <laughs> but I probably know
0: more. Well, about I know. It. I feel like I can recognize what I like and don't like about whiskey. Yeah. yeah the different kinds.
1: So, I don't necessarily have that refined palette of people who write 10 page reviews on a bottle of whiskey, but sure. uh, <laughs> <laughs> that took practice takes yeah. years,
0: years, years and of years of alcoholism. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> really got to soak in it. <laughs> <laughs> literally no it's it's not bad it's good it's good all icy it's it's uh i, I feel dry. like the ice
1: helps because it's it's watering it
0: down a little bit for you and there you go I just add a little dr pepper or something it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no complaints from me
1: pretty good oddly dr pepper seems like the best mixer usually it's coke for whiskeys
0: but I have, I've been, I could told you, I've come a long way. I've begun to establish my palate. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cause like Dr. Pepper's a little drier. Uh-huh. I feel like it
1: would go better with like a, with a whiskey with a more of a I bite.
0: I don't know if this is good or bad. Like if it's actually me knowing more or getting confident or whatever, but like I've developed this confidence where if I don't like a whiskey, I, there was a time when I'd try, I don't like it all, oh, but it's supposed to be drank like this. So I like drink it down. But over the time that we've been doing this now, if I don't like it, I'll just pour in some of another whiskey that I like until I get a flavor that I like, <laughs> which is probably super duper trashy, but I've I, done it. I've had enough experience with it now to be like, I don't care. <laughs> I like it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I, wi- yeah. whiskey's it's all blended they, anyways, right? There's a lot of like gatekeepers and whiskey. I'm kind of learning, uh, but yeah, no, for the most part, whiskey is just about enjoying what you're drinking. Yeah, that's <laughs> all it is. Part of being a whiskey boy. No, but I'm right there with you. Like I'll just, I'll I'll get like these ideas for what, or like my mind would run through what good mixers would be for whiskeys that I think are kind of meh. Yeah, like um, like actually, I think it was last weekend. Uh, Bailey and I ended up making pork chops and applesauce, and I just said, "Fuck it, we've got fresh apples. We're gonna make our own." Nice. Come to find out, the way you make applesauce is also the way you make apple cider. Okay. So we just ended up with because uh, like you just you cut up the apples and you boil them with water and
0: sugar. Is the cider just the leftover water? Yes,
1: that's all apple cider. So is. You
0: made yourself some applesauce and ended up getting a byproduct of apple cider. Yeah, <laughs> that's <was> pretty <laughs> and cool. And So I was
1: just like, you know, I've got some bourbons in my liquor cabinet that I'm that I was never planning on revisiting. Nice. I'm just going to make a cocktail. Turns out bourbon and apple cider. Hmm. Killer. I bet that's good. I bet that's real good. I mean, it makes sense. Like,
0: I I don't know if you've ever had, um, apple pie in a jar. Uh, it's, um, it's, I mean, like I've had like as a dessert at restaurants sometimes where they like, it's just apple pie and ice cream in a jar. Yeah, no, that's,
1: that's what I'm talking about.
0: Is it? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was was like, that's why I was confused. No, it's, um, all I know.
1: It's literally like you get apple cider, cinnamon. Um, a lot of people use cut up apples and like a bottle of Everclear and you just throw them Oof. in a pot together and heat them. I don't even know that you boil it. I, I've never actually looked it up, yeah. but it just, it comes. Yeah. It comes out tasting just like apple pie. So like and you
0: can microwave it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: just don't put it in a metal bowl uh, before okay. you microwave and it. no
0: air fryer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> air
0: fryer might work. Yeah, I don't know you if, you, if you've got a, uh, if you've got lid. a watertight one,
1: <laughs>
0: that's funny. Um, I could see, I could see apple cider being good. Like there is like a hard cider is a thing. Well, yeah. And that's, that's essentially what apple
1: pie in a jar is. It's just making your own hard cider. Interesting. <laughs> but you could still set it on fire because you used Everclear.
0: I was, uh, <laughs> we went to Outback for dinner tonight with the family and I was like all determined to, uh, get myself, a uh, old fashioned. because mm-hmm. I really liked it there. And, uh, I didn't. But I mean, this is actually this is a whole other story. I didn't because I was sitting there realizing every time I go to Outback, I want to get something like fancy. I always end up getting like a sirloin with shrimp, right? But this I, every time I go in there, I look and I see like the filet mignon with the lobster tail, and you're like, yeah, that's fancy, whatever. But it's like thirty bucks mm-hmm. a plate, and I was sitting there like, oh man, I and you know, I can't do it. I always think I'm gonna do it, then I don't do it. And I don't do it, and I'm going back to my sirloin that I always get, and I was like, i was sitting there realizing. Okay, I'll get my sirloin and I'll get my my uh, old fashioned. And I realized like the sirloin and shrimp is like twenty dollars. That's like the cheapest yeah. thing at Outback. And then an old fashioned is ten bucks.
1: Yeah, you could have so just gotten like, your surf and turf. So I
0: did. So <laughs> I was like, all right, screw it. I'm just not getting a cocktail today. I will try this filet mignon and uh, and lobster tail. And it was quite quite good.
1: Well, it's, yeah, it's
0: very it's steak
1: and lobster from Outback. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, yes, that's I know. about
1: as that's about as fancy as it gets when you're still at a chain restaurant.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> was bomb, dude. I mean, I believe it. Lobster <laughs> drives me nuts because I love it, but you, it's so freaking expensive. Yeah, and you get this tiny little tail that's like two bites, and it's like just having that next to a little six ounce sirloin or not sirloin, anything really. Just adding it. I mean, you could add it to a sirloin, but it's like freaking like ten dollars to add. A single lobster tail. Is this why you liked it in New Hampshire so much? I didn't have any lobster when I was out there. I'm going to have it when I go with my dad because we're going to go up to Maine. I have no idea. We just assume it's cheaper in Maine. I have no idea if lobster is going to be cheap in Maine.
1: <laughs> Probably not. That was um, that was always something I really enjoyed about uh, our grandpa's, what we're saying, companion. Yeah. Right? That. Is that the word we use? Was, yeah, companion. Life companion. Partner, partner later. Whatever. Yeah. After grandma. Um, she was from Boston. Yeah. And so every now and again, she'd fly out there to visit and she'd fly back with Maine lobster. Really? Like live Maine lobster. I didn't and, know that. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, like, they would just, we would go over to Grandpa's house for a lobster boil.
0: <laughs> that Was it awesome? Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> I was like sitting there thinking about it, like, oh, man, can we just make our own lobster? And Chelsea's like, we're not, I can't, I can't, like, I love it. That's great. But I am i can't just, I can't boil a lobster alive. I can't do it. No. <laughs> I was like, that's, I guess that's fair. It'll be hard uh, to explain to On the West Coast, Alice.
1: you got to go get crab first off. It's just. A crab is good. It will, and you can just, you can go out to the bay and just buy it off the boats. Yeah, for, is it cheap? Yeah. Huh. Uh lot or crab and oysters. Not a big oyster fan, but I love crab. That's because you haven't had oysters the right way yet. Gross. No, I don't know. Like I, uh, my dad has a friend that throws them on the grill huh? with like a, uh, and like he'll crack them open. He'll pour this like garlic butter into them and then just throw them on the grill, cover them and smoke them.
0: I'll definitely so try. Good. I don't have any, uh, aversions to, to like mussels, mm. but I've had it's, them a handful of times in life. Every time thinking like, I love seafood. I'm going to love these. Was and it always I, on the half shell? Yeah, just the raw oysters. That's probably a cool. lot. Yeah, that's part of it. They're not for they're everybody. Realizing I, it, now. I enjoy them, but they're. I can't like, remember how they cook it, but the Hispanic like they just I think they go raw. So it's, that's it's when pretty I've had common. It. Yeah. Um,
1: and like like I enjoy it, but they're definitely like the candy corn of fish to me. Like, I can have one or two. but That is I, a
0: very I, weird thing to say, but I think no, I understand it completely. Like, like,
1: I can have one or two, but if I order a whole plate of them, I'm going to be <laughs> sick of them. That's how I am with Duck. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, like, literally everybody is with candy corn. <laughs> Except some people decide that means they hate it, and we, other people decide they mean that means yeah, they love it.
0: We found a candy shop in Concord when we were in New Hampshire. Oh, this, this was like Concord, California? No, what the no, hell no. were you
1: doing there? Concord, <laughs> New Hampshire.
0: And uh because right, my wife loves candy shops, she can smell them about a mile away. And so she found this candy store. We went in there and they had like six or seven different kinds of candy corn. Ooh. Yeah. Very bizarre. Not a, not a thing I've seen. Yeah. I didn't know there were more than one kind. Well, I've seen like on some store, like you'll see like uh candy corn and like caramel candy corn or something like that. But like, they had like – I can't remember everything they had. A bunch, bunch of different kinds Actually, like come to spice. think of it, at the
1: office today, they put out um, like a bunch of Halloween treats. Yeah. And one of them was just this big bowl of candy corn and they were all like chocolate dipped.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. We brought home a bunch of s'mores candy corn. It was good. Interesting. Yeah,
1: it was good. Could you eat like a lot in one sitting?
0: Or was it still it's the, still like, you have corn. a few of them and you're done? Yeah. I, I almost love that about candy corn, though. When I learned that, it's like, okay, you just have them open. You have one or two. That's how through. I
1: learned moderation Every with night. candy. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: teaches you moderation
1: in life. Because yeah, it was always the last Halloween candy left. I'd be eating candy corn in, like, June.
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, it would last that yeah. long. I'd get a shitload of it on Halloween and only be able to eat, like, four pieces a day.
0: <sighs> okay hmm um is this conversation really that boring yeah i'm just i'm over you man you're <laughs> lame
1: uh no right. i feel it i can't go back and re-listen to our podcast once <laughs> they drop anymore yeah because they're so stupid like I, I, it's everything but they might be bronies and it, I, it's it, it's because i'm not on my they might be bronies that you can listen to yeah, it yeah everything else Four to tango fat tango presents really you have trouble show. listening yeah it, Fat Tango Presents is a little bit different because if I'm not the one, if I didn't touch it in post-production, it uh, still feels like a new thing that I'm yeah, not yeah. familiar with. But yeah, like the, we've been doing this for so long now. The novelty of hearing myself on Spotify is just, it's worn off.
0: Really? And I'm kind of over. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, it, the novelty worn off. I like see. It
1: definitely feels like. I think I'm recalling what like our recording sessions better too. So it just, I oh, feel okay. like I'm
0: going back and listening to shit that's already happened, which I am. I like listening but. back because I forget what we talk about. I have to do it for bronies because if I don't listen to the last episode and we jump into the next episode, like it, certain connections and things we talked about that don't carry over from our previous conversation, uh, they can slip through the cracks. This, I just kind of enjoy listening to cause we go for like an hour or two sometimes. And just remembering what we talked to her, what we talked to someone about, like when we have a yeah. guest or something like that. I, I enjoy listening back, but um, I, I don't know. Ford, Fat Tango presents. I have no problem listening over and over and over again because I'm probably because I'm hypercritical. So I'm like, nah. That That's we, part of if we why. Do this again, I, I got like to do it again. If we do that again, we got to do it like this. If, I think Mikey's the same way. I yeah. think him and I just sit. we we'll li- we can listen to him over and over again. and Go like, all right, next time we're gonna do this better.
1: Yeah, that's again. That's part of why I don't think I can yeah. keep going and listening back once we've dropped stuff. Is I'm just yeah. I'm gonna overanalyze. I'm gonna like zero in on this one time where I had too much dead air or something like <laughs> that.
0: Like this right yeah, now. I was right now. To give you dead air. <laughs> you, you did. get a good good recovery there.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. It's uh, it's been weird because like I, they're all piling up now. Yeah, I have a.
0: Oh cuz in your case yeah. we have a quite a little library now. We do. Our shows. It, um, it
1: doesn't feel like we've been doing it for this long, but it's I guess it's been, been 6 months, A little over 30 episodes
0: for this, for yeah. this, yeah. We've been, to been Fat Tango presents like for a couple of a half years. <laughs> Uh <laughs> and we've got like 12 episodes. Yeah. Well, like a, 16 if you count the show, hey man. It was a what a year to do three and then another year to do an additional like 12 plus like five, six shorts. We mean, our output is like tripled. So that's consistency. Yeah. With, with 2021 took took some time to figure it out. Um, so another thing that we were doing, I want to share this with you because, uh, I think you're the one that was telling us to watch it. But one of the things Chelsea and I watched, uh, when I had downtime was season one of Ted Lasso oh yeah what do you think it's awesome yeah of it's course. amazing
1: it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good
0: it's so, so great it's light so, and cheeky it's so
1: wholesome it is it's very such wholesome a, yeah in a way that it doesn't shy away from like raunchy shit too
0: yeah it's willing to it's go just, there but it's, it's wholesome
1: not. because ted lasso is a wholesome character yeah that's it that's really the whole thing <laughs> it's
0: a tough his whole thing though like his whole struggle we only watched season one that's all right so his whole struggles and stuff though is is it's hard because he is that guy. Oh, yeah. He's it, like that show gets real. Dude. It gets real. Him is like having it. Well, Spoiler alert. If anyone has not watched it, but like when he's like, we're, we're done with season two. If you haven't watched it. Okay. Just, but like he has his panic ahead. attack and he has his, uh, his divorce stuff is all happening. It's like, wow. And the whole time the divorce stuff, you're like, what this, what is, what's going Why does this, she's going to regret leaving him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, what the hell is happening? But you know, now,
1: that being said i kind of get it when you're somebody that relentlessly positive like yeah i don't want to be around somebody who's always just putting out like a ton of positive energy like sometimes i want to be pissed off
0: yeah i i get that i guess but i feel like everyone has layers he obviously oh yeah no no he he bottles all his shit up well he does he does a lot but he obviously maybe we're just seeing him break maybe that's the whole point but uh, oh yeah uh, it's, it's, a, it's heartbreaking to see, though, especially they got a kid. They get you he's to identify so hard with him. Yeah, he's it's, across the freaking ocean. It's it's hard.
1: Well, and I think I think what really helps you identify so hard with that character is the transformation of everybody around him over the course yeah. of the season. Because he starts up. He's hated. For those of you who don't watch the show, since we're getting into this, Ted Lasso is about an American football coach who gets hired to coach a British Premier League soccer team. And the whole thing is the team's owner won the team in a divorce and it's just one big fuck you to her ex-husband. Yeah, you find out she's hired yeah. him because
0: she wants him to ruin it. Yeah. She's like, she's playing all, putting literally everything against him as he's starting to have success. She's behind the scenes, behind his back. It's very, yeah. uh, it's very. what is it, Major League. That sounds right? very, it sounds vile when you put it like that, but like, it is a fun, lighthearted show. And obviously, you you don't even hate her because you like Know her story. You're following her, and you can see why she's doing it. But you're just like you're more frustrated with your. I can't even remember her name, Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. yeah. You're more just frustrated with her because she's well, like, come feel on, Rebecca. For like her because she's just a very a,
1: sympathetic character. Yeah. Too.
0: You're like you're in you're in a you're in a fuzz now. You can get past this, like it. You know what I mean? It's it's tough because there's no real villain. No, Jamie Tart. You want to hate him, but, but same thing. It's He's hard. A, he,
1: He's a kindred soul. That's, he is. It, the whole show is made up of kindred souls. Yeah. yeah. They have a With, with the, f- the exception of maybe the ex-husband that Rebecca won the team from in the divorce. Yeah. He's a dick.
0: He played <laughs> Uther in Merlin. Did you oh, watch Merlin? I did not. Uh, you should watch Merlin. It's It's been on my list oh, for such years. such a fun show. He plays freaking Uther. (laughs) So when you see, we saw him, we were like, is that the dude? Holy cow. And then, yeah, you hated him.
1: That's funny. Off the top of my head. I don't remember what I've seen him in, but he's, he's in a bunch of shit. He's a famous British actor. Yeah.
0: There's like nine of them.
1: Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: They're all in all the same stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much like (laughs) like how David Tennant is in almost everything British. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There we go. We just counted off three of them.
0: Yeah. Of the nine. Yeah, there's more. I mean, I think some of them play each other, to be honest. England's a small, England's a small country. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not completely convinced that David Tennant isn't Martin Freeman playing the actor David Tennant. You know what I mean? Just so that it looks like England's got a bunch of good actors.
1: <laughs> Wait, but I think Martin Freeman is just Benedict Cumberbatch going super method.
0: Mm, so does that, that mean David Tennant is I think that's too obvious. I think it's <laughs> they just got a better makeup department than we realize. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the queen. The queen plays them all. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> the whole the whole island, it's all one ploy. It's one person, the queen, playing everybody. No. Even the postman's and the it's all princess diana she's not really dead oh dang dark turns <laughs> <laughs> interesting archive <laughs> dang. interesting archive this the country of england doesn't exist it's just princess De- diana pretending to be a lot of different people <laughs> that's wild uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's a killer show no it is a killer wonderful show.
1: show i one of my favorite one of my favorite things about the whole show is roy kent yeah he's the uh the like, what what do they call him in soccer? I don't know. I never really followed soccer, but he's like the. Uh, he's not washed up,
0: but he's like an older. He's on the verge. Well, of being he is, washed
1: but he's up. like, um, I don't know. Like in hockey, he'd be like the infor- like an enforcer, like the guy you send in just to get in fights. Oh yeah, uh, he's that guy on the soccer team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, uh,
0: about
1: your- but he is great. He is he's great.
0: Just- I love that they kind of essentially he hated it but they won him over like almost instantly which I liked because like the first episode they have a, a moment where they say that like ooh he's going to be uh, what do say? ooh how do you think he's going to feel when we win him over and they're like he's going to be pissed you know? like, that was a <laughs> that great was so song great. great little line I, I'm sure I'm butchering it but I loved that and then like by the, like the next episode or two Roy is like he hates Fully them still board. but he's on board and he's kind of like he gets it right away, which I like. As soon as they make him like, oh no, you're responsible for dealing with that. Like he's just like, Nope, I'm not doing anything. And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> <You> know, he <laughs> like recognizes right away that he has to be the one to do it. Oh and- God. And then that's just that's just Roy's character through and through.
1: Even in season it really two. Is. Like I I don't want to spoil like I am gonna try not to spoil anything for you, but appreciate it. But no, just like that's that's Roy continuing through season two. There's yeah. always that character trait of like resisting, 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 and then towards the end just
0: like oh, fuck fine yeah, they're all, I'm that all guy. of them are great <laughs> keely's great too i love keely uh, i can't i can't i mean i i the there was the episode with like rebecca's friend uh sassy or whatever oh, yeah. that like ends up hooking up with ted like but like that whole episode me and chelsea are like waiting like okay is this finally where it's going to get awkward is is she going to be like an evil character or you know she's like pulling one over whatever and it's like Oh, she's into Ted. Oh, this is going to come back to bite everyone in the ass. Well, maybe it does not season two, I guess. But like, it's like. My lips are sealed on season two. Okay. Yeah. And that's not ominous.
1: <laughs> but we were like,
0: yeah, oh, look at that. that. No. Didn't really seem that way. At least it didn't come out way. We, we no, thought it was Healy like they just was, hooked up and that was it. Well, we thought that like the best friend comes back and then Keely's going to get jealous because she's been hanging with Rebecca and all that stuff. And then it ends up being like, nope, nope. They all are having fun together. Yeah. I don't know why I expected anything else. No, um, on the topic of Roy, though, I'm I'm curious to see if you had
1: this thought because it was literally the first, like Bailey's first response to the character. And once she pointed it out, I couldn't unsee it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, she said the character looks animated, like he looks like they yeah. CGI him in. His
0: head's kind of wonky. Yeah, not like okay. in a not an awkward, like a weird way. Like he's still like a normal looking guy, well, but just, yeah, he, some something about the way his head shaved and like the shape of his head. Oh,
1: yeah. Like his, his haircut and his beard and shit all have yeah, such yeah, perfect yeah. lines. I think that's Maybe what that's it is. It. Yeah. That it just, it looks like it's fake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's a, a fantastic show. If y'all haven't oh, watched yeah. Ted Lasso, I was holding off cause everyone's like, Oh, it's a sports show. And I'm like, eh, it's I'm not a, not sport. a sport. It's a it's sports not.
1: show in the way that like the Friday night lights, Pal- lights
0: was a sports show. there you, I guess I haven't watched
1: that. There's like, three minutes of football per 30 minute or 45 minute episode. Yeah, so. They
0: did a lot of that, which I liked, like it wasn't over the top on the soccer. Yeah. You know, it's I, like, that's what I was talking about. Too, it, and honestly. then you're like, okay, we're going to get to the game. And then it was like, all right, let's go do it. And then it cuts to the end of the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we didn't get anything. They're like, Oh, that sucks. I was like, Oh, okay. We just went right over that. It's obviously not about that, which is the whole thing with Ted Lasso. It's not oh, about yeah. winning. It's Yeah. And then he finds out that in, in UK soccer it is about winning. Yeah, because you, you go down you, to the minor leagues. I feel like we should we should bring that into
1: American sports. I love it. That definitely like makes that, it, it would feel like we add all like stakes yeah. to all this. Instead, most American sports leagues they reward the worst team in the league with the first round or the first overall draft pick that Yeah. Yeah. No, just <laughs> like it's interesting. Like the Raiders go last place in the NFL.
0: Shit, send them to the arena league. It's almost bring like up, that's the bring
1: up one of those teams. Yeah,
0: there's the, the cutthroatiness is not as, as there. It's almost like two versions of like the capitalist approach, I guess, because in the U- US when sports was that huge, they it makes sense at all these leagues, just like, all right, more games, more games. They'll keep playing. They'll keep playing. They keep going because people that's what they had.
1: What tripped me out even more than that, though, was uh, about like how soccer works in the UK was Jamie Tart and all the weird like. I don't, I don't know the right term to use. I guess like um, the weird league shit that was going on there. Like he was on Ted Lasso's team, but that's not the team that he's uh, under contract oh, with. Oh, yeah.
0: That like you can be leased like, out from yeah. the team you're under contract yeah, it's with. It's like,
1: hey, can I rent your player?
0: That's an interesting thing. Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, we don't really have that here. No.
1: Huh. God, could you imagine like again, I I'm gonna go with American football for my analogy. Like other teams, just being able to come up to, I guess it'd be the Buccaneers now, just be like, "Hey, we need Tom Brady this week. Can you? <laughs> can we just
0: borrow him?" <laughs> I guess that's why. Like, but that, it almost makes sense though, because it's about the club, right? Yeah. We in America, we tend to go like weirdly because they switch teams. You go like, "Oh, those players." You like identify the players are my city or whatever, right? But like out there, it's like the club, this sports club. You're more rude. I mean, I, yeah. It's, I guess that's a unfair though, because people wrote for the Raiders, not for right the specific guys on the Raiders team. So yeah, no, they're mine. I take that all back.
1: No, but there is like, there's just it's organized very different, and yeah, they explain it to obvious like what's obviously an American audience fairly well. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> and actually and they don't let it actually made like, me bog down the story. It made me want to like.
0: Go to a soccer game.
1: Soccer is <laughs> definitely a little bit more entertaining to watch. After having <laughs> watched no, at Lassa, here's the
0: thing, man. I uh, when we went to Paris the first time, it was uh, we were there and we were a couple times found ourselves in pubs that while a game was going on. And there's oh, like dude. just if this was Paris, not the in UK countries but,
1: where they don't have football, they get nuts about soccer, dude. Well, it's football to them, bro.
0: <laughs> no, but they were like, yeah, we'd be in there. And it's like, it's playing on the TV and there's people just in jerseys and all. And every time every now and then. So it's just like it's like a sports bar here. Just, oh, you know, it's, it was pretty cool. Like being a oh, part yeah. of that, you're like, OK, yeah, I could see the hype. Like, obviously, this is the sport here. You could totally get sucked up into this culture. Um, that's how I feel about being like around
1: actual baseball fans too. That's that's yeah, why going and watching yeah, yeah. a baseball game at the stadium is with so much more entertaining. Fans, yeah, because you're around baseball fans that actually care, and you get swept up in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Because like I can't just like sit down and turn on the TV and watch a baseball game.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. I'll, I'll go to sleep. The pacing of baseball is tough for TV.
1: Um, it's probably but for- it's it's the same thing. Like if you're in a sports bar on baseball night and the bar is packed with baseball fans. Yeah, you can it's get a lot into more it, yeah. exciting. For sure. For sure. Or if you you know, if you hang out with uh depends on the baseball fans that you're around though. Cause if you hang out with like stats nerds, <laughs> then it's it's a little less exciting to watch with them. Cause they, you know, they get excited about the stats, not like, about uh, the- <laughs>
0: certain Eric Sweet. That guy's obsessed with stats. Oh yeah. It's all he's ever talking about. When you talk about sports with him, he's like stats.
1: I mean, I was thinking a certain family member of our number one fan, Chad Christine, and her family member that's a stats, not a stats No, guy. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got what you were doing there. I just figured I'd let it slide because I was going a different
0: direction with it. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, just trying Pretty to make a cool. joke. <laughs> <sighs> we don't do jokes here on Family Records. No, not at all. This is a very serious yeah. podcast. In fact, we're thinking we're going to turn into journalism. Uh, seems like there's a lot of yeah. stuff happening in the world. Uh, someone, I mean, I don't know if you guys heard this, like someone needs to report on this and if you're not out there paying attention to the world, I don't know how you can miss it, but, um, a young lady died in a hot dog eating contest recently. I heard about that and, uh, no one's talking about it.
1: No, I see. And I've been saying this for a long time. Yeah. Hot dog eating is a dangerous sport. It is. It is. It like I why any parent in their right mind would allow their child to compete in such a barbaric sport. Where is the regulation to keep people safe? I mean, I don't know for sure, but this has got to be a
0: recurring. (laughs) At the very least, like bodily harm. Yeah, yeah, no. It, It it needs something needs to be done. Something needs to be done.
1: Meanwhile, we glorify people like. Joey Chestnut Joey
0: Chestnut he's the worst of them all he really is people look at him like he's He's the the worst worst. yeah yeah yeah, I got it all right yeah I just I had to spell it out because thanks
1: (laughs) you didn't react and I know deep down inside that it's funny so (laughs) (laughs) you must just not have understood
0: (laughs) I need to take a pause real quick yeah I don't know why but you know Anyways, sorry about that. If we, we skipped very shortly, real quick, we had a lot of commotion outside of the studio and needed to say what the hell was going on. Uh, and it was just all the ranch dogs. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, Buster and Coco weren't out there, but oh, was, it, was, it was it was Cash, Cash and Banjo. Yeah. Hanging out, wrestling, wrestling. But it sounded like someone was like going through our garbage on the deck. <laughs>
1: um, I figured Banjo, quote unquote, killed another possum. Oh, dang. Cause didn't I mean, we have to pause have recording a- for that too? No, that was after banjo was freaking out and we walk outside and there's just a dead possum laying in the lawn in the
0: lawn. This so summer, I grabbed the shovel
1: and picked it up. And as soon as I got off the lawn, it just got up and ran away. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> it popped up. It was it's, stiff too. I've when you seen, were trying to get it on, yeah. it was like
0: stiff. Like it was dead.
1: I've seen so many possums living on the ranch. I've never actually seen one
0: playing possum. Yeah. That was the first time I've seen that too. That was wild because was you were carrying it on the shovel and as soon as we got out like a ways to like let it like to put it down, it just popped up and then jumped off your shovel and scurried away. Well, and to some degree, I had a feeling
1: it might have been playing dead just because I've never seen Banjo kill anything. I, I, I
0: thought I remembered it like kind of growling and then going back to being dead. But yeah, we were, <laughs> we were pretty drunk. But, <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, but yeah, that was that was wild. I've never seen Banjo kill anything either, but he goes for him. That's why he got sprayed by that skunk. He's like, I'm going to go for it. Like, he's going to run and put his teeth on. He doesn't bite down and actually attack. But he like, he kind he ki- you know, enough oh, to yeah. scare the hell out of the animal and get sprayed Dude, in the face.
1: Domestic animals in general, I think, have that ballsiness because yeah. I wonder if it's just like deep down, it's their wild animal instincts of like, man, I'm a pampered fucking dog. Like, Maybe. I just, I need to go be a wolf for a minute.
0: I need to embrace my inner, my inner alpha. Yeah. Yeah. Like how we all just like humans, we all just want to go live in the woods for like a couple months or maybe the rest of our life with no or,
1: responsibilities. Meanwhile, other humans will just go like live kind of in the woods for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's usually good.
0: Yeah, that's true. My no, he retired that's to the woods.
1: He did. <laughs> <laughs> and he did like amazing things with that cabin. Yeah, I, I just, it seemed like such a daunting job to modernize that to where you could live in it full time. Yeah, we're, uh,
0: and he just keeps going. Was, we're, that
1: house wasn't state of the art when it was built. <laughs> it was very simple and straightforward yeah. and like, all right, this is the place we go to get away from modern 1970s life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> from Except the that,
1: hustle and bustle of yeah. the 1970s.
0: Except that it just was filled with like a 1970s television for all of our youth. Yeah. <laughs> um he's he's starting building the, tr- the tree house for the kids really finally we're going to jealous and i are going up uh uh next weekend week from tomorrow to go help him put the framing in
1: i was uh i was actually just talking about that at a show with uh another comedian like i've always wanted a tree house i'm so jealous that he's doing it but like you know there was like a tree on the ranch. Oh yeah, and it can't support a treehouse. Yeah, I, there was a rope swing hanging from it. And that oh, was if you it. build
0: a treehouse and a tree here, it's gonna get knocked down in the wind.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no. So I just—I never got to have a treehouse. Wind. Yeah, I was always jealous. Yeah,
0: no, that and that's like that—that that
1: was the thing. Moving to Montana, where trees are a lot more common, a lot more people had treehouses. For what it's worth, I didn't have a treehouse either. I had to come home from
0: school and go play in the dirt in the backyard. <laughs>
1: At one point, my parents were talking about, like, going through the scrap pile of wood on the ranch and building, like, just a fort on stilts.
0: That get blown over so was, fast, And it too, was though. like, that's not what I want. It's not in a tree. <laughs> that's a groundhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just build you a little doghouse. You just buy one of those dog igloos. There you go. It's yeah. a fort, Blake. <laughs> Crawl in. I'm amazed they didn't. I probably would have
1: been happy with it. <laughs> Like, I, I kind of like to joke that growing up here in the 90s, we were always a few years behind because just like living out in the sticks was limiting back then. Still is There's to some degree. There's no I'm sure. way uh,
0: back, like even when I lived here before in like 2008, 2009, that we would have been able to do a podcast here. No.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, still, we have to take the audio files into town to upload them. Yeah, that's true. That's
0: true. (laughs) We we might be able to, we never tried out here, but I don't know. We can listen to podcasts out here. That's a big improvement. That's a big improvement. (laughs) I remember I lived here at eight or nine. I had like a BlackBerry with like internet and stuff, but I couldn't, when I came up here, I couldn't go on the, like not just couldn't go on the internet, but like your phone just didn't work. Oh yeah. No. When you were home, like you had a cell phone when you were in town because it was you know BlackBerry days, but like when you came back here, the world didn't know you. This was two thousand eight yeah. and nine, t- nine ten when I was here. You just you just didn't exist in the world when you were here. Oh yeah, I'm one of the few people my age that knows how to use a rotary phone. Like because <laughs> that was just we
1: had landlines here. That was all we had. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know. I mean, we were the last people my age to get Wi Fi. Because you just – you couldn't. We didn't have the infrastructure. We still yeah. had the shit where like you couldn't be on the phone while somebody was on
0: the computer. Uh, and this yeah. is like
1: 2010. Well, <laughs> I remember I had
0: – that was the era where I actually could get some light internet here because uh, I would have it on my laptop. I could get some internet. Like I would watch Futurama and stuff on my laptop on a, like a torrent sh- thing. Yeah, like, But I couldn't – like my phone – couldn't connect to that Wi-Fi because it needed Dude, cell there, service at the time.
1: There was a time where our Internet wasn't good enough to have Netflix before Netflix did streaming. <laughs> <laughs> it would take you 20 minutes to order a DVD to be mailed to you in a week. Wow. <laughs> we first moved
0: here, me and Chelsea, this last time, which would have been like 2015, maybe? It's 15, yeah. Uh, we moved here in 2015, and we had Internet, and there was some streaming, kind of. We had the streaming services but we would just play something, stop it and let it buffer for about 20 minutes before we could watch like an episode yep. of Bob's Burgers. Oh,
1: yeah. No, you YouTube came to the ranch. or YouTube was founded in, I think, like 2006. It didn't come to the ranch until like 2009. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, th- I, think, I think it was later than that. I well, think this is why I liked Montana so much, because like that was a unique problem that I had living on the ranch. Yeah. But in Montana, that's just that's how the whole state was. They just didn't <laughs> have it. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. Montana didn't get the infrastructure for Wi-Fi till 2010 either. <laughs> wow. <So laughs> we, uh, that's why it? I got along so well with everybody. Cause everybody else is like by California
0: standards is like five, 10 years older. <laughs> we, we found out when we were living here that they were, we were paying like 50 bucks a month for Wi-Fi or whatever. Cause it's all satellite Wi-Fi out here. And, uh, we found out, we were like, is there anything we can do to fix this? Like, this is insane. We called the company and they were like, Yeah, I mean, you can upgrade like your the what's coming in. We're like, what does that mean? And in order to stream, we had to go from like fifty dollars a month to two hundred dollars a month. Jesus! And we can stream now, except for when sometimes it just doesn't work, which is still a thing (laughs) here. Sometimes your internet just stops. Uh, Sometimes on a windy day, one of the towers blows over, and you're just out of internet for a while. That's Um, why it
1: cracks me up so much. Like. Like my mom works from home here on the ranch. Yeah. Ten years ago, that would have been impossible. Oh, yeah. You might have been able to take like a half day and go spend a half day
0: working from home. And then come back and present all your work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Your dad, too, does a lot of work from the ranch here. It's wild. It's insane. Yeah. It's pretty cool. The ranch is fun. I mean, it is still like. Snake season's over. So now it's fun again.
1: And I mean, it's only been like a year or two that like if the power went out you could still use your cell phone because for a long time that was
0: what cell phone service do you have verizon you can still get your cell phone when the power's out sort of i can't it cell signal out here is,
1: has improved so much that i can reliably like text and i on data
0: oh sh- But phone calls are still a little bit spotty well we have towers from right. with the houses, but they well, only when
1: the power goes out, yeah. So, when don't the power
0: work. is out, those don't work. And I've never been able to send have anything work when they're out. A- ATT, T Mobile, uh, with Verizon and and uh, T Mobile,
1: Verizon. So, that's not Verizon, no. yeah. No, 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 Verizon, yeah. That surprises me. Like, T Mobile makes sense because T Mobile just has nowhere near as good a coverage anyway. Uh, well, I ended up I ended up switching to T-Mobile for like a month when I lived in Montana. Then I realized both my apartment and my work were T-Mobile dead zones, huh. and I hit my roaming data limit just by having my phone on in like Jeez. three days. Yeah, hell no. Because it was just yeah, I wasn't even on the T-Mobile network. It was hanging off a of different cell towers. Like my phone would actually say AT and T on the top. Yeah, no, hell <laughs> even no. though it was paying for T-Mobile
0: hell no nah. that was one of the weird weird things about traveling abroad that i found is uh that it just you it changes yeah like uh oh, I can't what was what mexico i was, it was say, uh, i can't remember what mexico was uh was no that one wasn't orange i think yeah, it was i France noticed that was i would take it off of uh i
1: would take it off of airplane mode and it was like, yeah. oh, I didn't know that was Spanish for it, Verizon.
0: <laughs> well, it's like their sister or subsidiary company or whatever, right. right? Or whatever they have a, a they have relationship. Some international with. partnership. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh same thing in, in Paris. They like land like, oh, this is it now. Like, okay, okay, cool. All <laughs> right. It yeah. works. Yeah, it's working. So hotel no has Wi Fi, so we're all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. No, it worked out anyways um what else has been going on Blake um well let's see I uh, about.
1: I ended up rereading dune Messiah oh yeah because I the first time through I got like the basic gist of the story but I didn't get a lot of context uh-huh. I still I still want to go and read like actual print dune Messiah because I'm sure I missed out on a good chunk just by go on audio, but I grasped the story a lot better. Yeah. And a lot more of like the finer things of what's going on. Like I missed the whole subplot about, um, I don't know if we're cool spoiling it, but like the Benny Jesuit and their whole like obsession with Paul and Aaliyah. Oh, you didn't catch that. I didn't catch that the first time uh, through. Then the second time through, I caught it. And in some places it got weird,
0: got weird. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure.
1: Um, or like the the whole thing with the golas, I didn't ever um, under. I didn't really pick up on what that meant the first time through. So spoilers, if anyone's listening, we're going to talk about this. So, um, I we don't have Dunk to it, name name, but there are like so a gola is like a body that's been resurrected, um, but the dead person's memories are all gone.
0: Yeah, they're they have yeah. no they're their same body and they can even uh, have a lot of their same talents so, and abilities. And they used
1: they used it in Dune Messiah to bring back a character that was killed off in the first Dune book. Yeah. Uh, and that became a whole plot point. Like I remember the whole plot point with that character. I don't want to do this. Spoiler uh, alert for Dune Messiah. If you want to read the book but haven't, tune out now.
0: Yeah, Mikey, if uh, you're listening, just just <laughs> skip ahead or stop it.
1: But yeah, like like I remember Duncan Idaho being a whole part of Dune Messiah, but I didn't really like catch a lot of the context behind it mm. the f- first time through. So I'm very glad I took a second listen. Yeah. Because um, I missed the entire thing of like um, with the stone burner, stone which is burner. I think it's just another word for nuke. That's what I gathered from the context. Oh, the weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. somebody sets a nuke off in the capital city on Dune. Yeah. And it causes all kinds of fucking problems. And like I, I missed that entire section. I just I started noticing like, oh, they keep talking about how Paul is blind. Why the hell is Paul blind? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You miss it because he looks right into a nuke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that was uh. And then Paul. I still think that if they do the movie through that book, it's it's it'd be a great trilogy. I think that would be an awesome trilogy. It's gonna inc- incorporate. It's the three well, books. So two books that incorporate so all the loose same ends characters and a lot of loose ends. It, that's all Messiah really is. It's just like kind of tying in loose ends.
1: Yeah, it's it's I it's mean, an extended epilogue.
0: If Dune was a video game, no, Messiah would be the DLC. See, this is where I would say that Or it
1: would be that spin off that they released two years later for Children bucks. of
0: Dune is the DLC. I think that this is the end of the trilogy. You need to read Children of Dune. Right. That's kind of con- It is on my connected. list.
1: I'm not going to pay money for it. I'm going to wait until I get my next audible credit. No, whatever. I'm just letting but, you know. You should read Children <laughs> of Dune. No, I'm and then you're gonna you going to read that. You that and you're going to be like, timeline. okay, yeah,
0: I was right. But I'm going to stop that. I'm going to be like, okay, yeah. I was like, After that, you really should read God Emperor of Dune.
1: <laughs> <So laughs> be prepared. Just gonna Take gonna your time. Going or I'm
0: going to just keep going. Like, come on, man. I also
1: found out Frank Herbert <laughs> has written many books that aren't Dune.
0: He's a prolific writer.
1: I don't know if prolific is the right word. It sounds like he's got other sci-fi franchises though. Like okay. um cuz there's a couple that are free on Audible. Mm. Um actually let me see if I can pull this up cuz Audible has been doing this thing now where it just has free audiobooks and once you finish an audiobook it's like all right, we're just going to start one of these free ones. Yeah. And so they ended up giving me another Frank Herbert book. I've read some uh
0: classics they were free oh yeah the classics
1: them. were free like uh i think we've talked about it on the show before i read dorian gray that yeah was it was free
0: treasure island i think was free twenty thousand um, leagues
1: destination void interesting the name of the book um no i did not mean to hit play um good thing my phone's muted we would be in some copyright issues <laughs> Yeah, the starship Earthling, filled with thousands of hibernating colonists en route to a new world, uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce that, is stranded beyond the solar system when the ship's three organic mental cores, disembodied human brains that control the vessel's functions, go insane. So it almost kind of sounds like a weird cross between... like. <laughs> like set in the dune universe crossed with like 2001 a space odyssey
0: that's that's (laughs) the universe probably different but that is like the plot from outer worlds (laughs) to be honest like your character is a survivor that's woken up from a colony ship that went as influential as
1: frank herbert was i would not be surprised if it's like they were just like hey this
0: book that was by the guy who wrote dune yeah i don't know maybe it
1: would be a good video game
0: i don't know man it it's that's, uh, that's interesting. That I, reminds uh, me, by the way, um,
1: in Dune Messiah, there's a whole scene that I kind of want <laughs> to touch on because it cracked me up. He wanted um, Duncan Idaho, I think, to go and research all of these Earth emperors and like oh, yeah. how they handled opponents. And it was like, so he brings up like, you know, Caesar and Genghis Khan, and he's like, Hitler. and there's another emperor, this guy named Hitler. <laughs> sure. And he's like, "How did Hitler deal with political opponents?" <laughs> yeah, they, they went on this whole tangent, like, and it did it because they did it in a way that makes you think, like, ten thousand years from now, like, who's going to be remembered by history, and how are they going to be remembered? Well, and it
0: makes you realize, like, that Dan Carlin made this—the first thing I ever listened to by Dan Carlin on a, uh, uh of a Hardcore History. He don't talks, tell me he was breaking down Dune. No, he was talking about <laughs> Genghis Khan, and he was talking to his analogy was like if you think about if you lived just a generation or two after Genghis Khan like Oh he was he probably was, seen as like a genocidal maniac when well, he was drawing those conclusions he's like you need to understand that like to these people this guy was was Hitler like the genocide like, the literally murder, Hitler like, <laughs> literally like slot more worse like yeah. he slaughtered he more. conquered the
1: known world
0: yeah like And so like to these people you're talking and not just conquered
1: men in Mongolia is related to him. Like he was (laughs) Genghis Khan was a fucking monster.
0: He had a rule too. And it was all arbitrary slaughter. He had a rule where they'd conquer a place and line every man up in the town or city or nation or whatever, like that they had just conquered next to a cart. And if anyone was taller than the wheel on the cart that they chose, he would, they would slaughter them. Only men that were shorter than that were allowed to, continue to live uh, because he was controlling. That's such a
1: weird, arbitrary thing to make your decisions on.
0: Well, but the Mongols, was he are, like a short guy. No, but well, no, because the <laughs> was Mongols, it like
1: a, was it like an inferiority complex?
0: No, it's because the Mongols, no, they don't want to threat. The Mongols were big. It was all about strength and, and like just complete alpha male stuff. So it was like, all right, anyone else that's tall, <sighs> poses masculinity a
1: threat. strikes again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And I thought it was an interesting correlation because it's absolutely true. And it makes, he, so that leads him to bring the question. So the way we talk about it now, people go, Hey, if it wasn't for Genghis Khan, we wouldn't have the Silk Road or, you know, or all these different like trade routes with China and the the world. And like um, so much of modern Western civilization was, you know, dependent on his actions at the time. And he's like, you got to understand, like in another 5,000 years, are oh, people yeah. going to be looking at Hitler in a similar fashion? Like, right. oh, like, yeah, still, he was horrible, whatever. Still, but yeah, he wasn't it, a good guy. If it but wasn't like, for his actions, he would, he opened it this, and he led to that, and this did this, and the, that well, led I to mean, so-and-so doing this. The
1: displacement of people he caused led to a lot of big things. Mm. Albert Einstein had the influence that he did. He was a yeah. refugee from Nazi Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, you know, who's to say if... I, I, I I'm going to stop right there because I don't even want to make this... But, like, if there was nothing to flee from, he might have just been some dude working at the patent office in Germany.
0: Like, Maybe. It's um, hard to know. We like, don't know enough about know, Einstein. Because yeah. I think he was already working on his stuff when he was at the patent office. So, yeah, you know. But, well, but I think he was at the patent office here in the
1: U.S. because he was a refugee. Right?
0: I don't know. No, I just know I he helped that. invent the nuke. Yeah. And uh, some
1: other things that are important to people who are more literate in science than I am.
0: Isn't he like string theory? I don't know if that's him. No, I, I oh, know the no, theory, theory of relativity. relativity. Yeah, I know.
1: String theory might be, but I don't know. That sounds like a Stephen no, Hawking I think thing. I think
0: he was against, I think he actually stood against like string theory. Cause he was like, because of his t- theory of relativity, the idea that time could bend or that light could bend, or I don't remember. I don't know. I can't talk about this. There was, there's was, like a thing where he, he was against it. And then like, he ended up being wrong late in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you're right, yeah, though, no, but that's the perspective's thing. Perspective's a hell of a thing. Perspective's a hell of a thing. Think about, like, it's just, God, you're right. It's terrible to even consider yeah. thinking about, but, like, <laughs> what's his this name? Von Braun? The yeah. rocket team? Von Braun. Yeah, Von he Braun. started NASA. We wouldn't have gone to the moon. Yeah. If the not, if Hitler had never done what he it's it's a yeah. wild thing to consider.
1: Yeah, no, and, and prefer, I don't know. We m- be, might honest, get cancelled
0: for like just <laughs> Well, no, I was gonna just gonna say, I mean, I'll be honest, I value the human life element much more. I think yeah, yeah, it would yeah, probably yeah. be better to not have gone to the moon yet yeah. and have less people slaughtered for no reason in this yeah, world.
1: Yeah, for sure. I a hundred percent agreed. In general, I will take like human lives preserved over societal yeah. advancement. All yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That's all my stance on everything with like the wars and stuff. Like I'll take all I'll take almost any government policy if it means not slaughtering people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whether I agree with my politics or not because the wars is what you know yep that's I'd, terrible we didn't
1: say it ahead of time but yeah this is a solo episode we were gonna at <laughs> least at least allude to politi- politics politics
0: no, i don't even just politics just
1: no i know. Well, we, we, we said the word pro we said the word it was the thing <laughs> what what we said the word politics you said but i just it. had to make the joke ju- you said it first
0: Did i say it only political
1: well no you said uh, something like even if they go against my politics I'll oh take it.
0: yeah yeah eh, whatever yeah don't care
1: yeah moving on moving on um Um, i'm sure we have more to talk about so hitler was bad yeah yeah overall very bad what would you give him like a
0: b minus i'm just kidding that was a joke (laughs) that is a terrible terrible joke
1: (laughs) but i just like i I find it interesting the way the detached way that frank herbert wrote about this and this was in the 60s yeah this was not even a full
0: very forward thinking like literally kind of just abstract. a
1: generation after world war II, And he's, Oh yeah. He's able to speak about him as though this was like reading uh, 10,000 years through history. Oh yeah. It's, it was a trip.
0: It's yeah. That wasn't, I didn't even consider that about how close it was in time. Yeah. I thought it was, a very. i caught my attention when he, when he did it for sure.
1: Well, that's just like, um, this is going to be a weird tangent, but like the sound of music, it's same thing. It was a movie made in the sixties about the Nazis taking over Europe. Yeah. Well, not about that, but that was the setting of it. And it's just like learning about that. There was so much outrage because they did film part of it on location in the city in Austria where everything went down. Yeah. And there was so much outrage when they talked about like having people in Nazi costumes and shit yeah. walking around and like, like they were going to stage the Nazi takeover of this town in Austria and the city was so against it, so they used stock footage from actual World War II. Jeez! And it sh- in the stock footage, it shows the residents of the town like openly welcoming.
0: Oh damn! The
1: Nazis. So it was like, yeah, <laughs> they played themselves on that one a little bit. But yeah, like for real. But like, yeah, some of the some of the people in that town who were opposing the production company setting up Nazi sets. Were those people who were there when the Nazis actually rolled just into kinda town? It kind of
0: goes to show you that there's a lot of propaganda politics <laughs> and politics. You can easily be swayed to supporting very evil, anti-human acts. Yes, just saying. That's
1: that's what we're getting at here. This is why we have a no politics rule. <laughs> <in>.
0: <laughs> just saying. Um, I. That's a fascinating one ever considered though. So close to the sound of music too. But, yeah, like,
1: it's it's just, yeah, in both cases, we're talking 20 years. Yeah. That's I, wild. Like, I, World War II was a thing that, like, the people who made those things lived through. Yeah. Frank Herbert lived through. He was probably too young at the time to serve Yeah, or to be drafted, but he lived through Family World and War friends, II. I'm sure. The people who made Sound of Music actually <clears throat> lived through it.
0: Have that's you played weird. the game Wolfenstein?
1: It has been so long. I've <laughs> played, like, a Wolfenstein game. I don't think it was the Wolfenstein,
0: the, the newer Xbox. It was like ones. one of the
1: PlayStation 2 Wolfenstein. Oh, that no,
0: no, no, Like then. Well, I don't know. I, it I, was a fun probably game. The same thing. I love the premise of the those whole g-
1: thing. World War Two. You're fighting supernatural Nazis, no, no, right?
0: Oh, well, maybe that or, was the one you like, played. The one they, I they the, were
1: really into the there was a lot of occult stuff. There's a, a lot one of one occult stuff.
0: The one that the ones that I played this mod, more modern one that came out in like 2013, uh, 14, whatever it was, maybe 15. Uh, and they've had like two or three now. I haven't played all of them. But that the premise of that one is it's the 60s and the Nazis won World War II. All over the world. They conquered the world. And you're playing this American in America living under the freaking Nazis rule in America. That's interesting. It's fascinating. It's like that man in the high castle uh, story. Was that, uh, the, who, was, who was that by? That was... Uh... Oh God! Why can't I think of Philip K. Dick? Is that right?
1: I don't know, but I'm—I know what you're talking about, uh, just vaguely. Um, but no, that is there is absolutely something about those like alternate timeline things.
0: Well, like that, and that the fascinating without seeing like okay, so in twenty something years from the Nazis winning, what has happened? Yeah, this Philip K. Dick, Man in the High Castle, by the way. That's—I think that's the premise he wrote was like the Nazis won control the world or whatever but that's seeing like okay in 20 years when the nazis won where does technology go how does the occult fit into this like and then what is the rebellion what would the rebellion look like and then there's things like crazy crap in that game where it's like you have to go to fight because you're actually leading the resistance and you have to go to like uh london and they just like after the war the nazis just just uh just destroyed just dismantled and paved over london Completely got rid of it Just and a built
1: parking lot. <laughs> no, they
0: built a brand new, like modern, futuristic city oh, where weird. London was, and it's like one of the main hubs of the Nazis. Uh, yeah, no, it's a wild game. Dude. No, but definitely those alternate timeline things are always
1: interesting to me. Movies, books, video games, whatever it is, because they, they're always so imaginative. Yeah, like um, like one of the big ones. I loved the movie Red Dawn. Yeah, the whole. I, I can't exactly say what it is about it, but just like the idea of what it would actually look like if a country invaded America. Cause yeah, that hasn't happened in almost 200 years. Yeah. That's why actually over 200 years. Cause yeah. it was like 1812. The last time a country actually invaded. invaded America. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it was not the last war that was fought on American soil, but
0: yeah, that was, we were just Someone killing actually each invaded. other. It wasn't a strike yeah. like Pearl Harbor. <laughs> No, it, um, I but like, you know, so
1: it's, it's interesting to see like what would happen if a country invaded America yeah, or, um, home front, which was a, it was a game that came out in like 2010 was a similar China. Conquers? It was like China or North Korea or one oh, of them.
0: One? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Conquers America. And so it's, it, it's the same thing as like Wolfenstein, yeah, which you're, you're describing fighting. You're Except just living like in a North in, Korea occupied, america and it's it took place in like denver no video games take place in Den- <laughs> almost nothing takes place in denver that was just an interesting idea it's not true there's an airport the bl- there isn't there <laughs> yeah i mean at least that's that's what layovers uh,
0: occur in denver
1: yeah <laughs> i i still feel like because there's all those conspiracy theories about what's built underneath it oh. i still think all oh, that's bullshit just really? like yeah, if I was some secret society building my secret base under something, why would I pick a place where like tens of thousands of people go through every day?
0: That's a good question.
1: Like it's there's too much traffic. Everybody like everybody at least knows about these conspiracy theories that like that's the secret Illuminati base or whatever. Yeah. It's it's a red herring. It's too obvious. If if I don't I'm know, if man. I'm the Illuminati, I'm putting my secret headquarters underneath like a bowling alley in fucking Topeka, Kansas. I, don't, I
0: was gonna say I don't know, man, because there's a lot of that weird stuff has happened in history. Like there was like that whole thing where they end up finding out years later that like during World War II, their Nazis had U-boats under like in caves oh, yeah. under Long Island, like. They were. It's, it's they crazy. They had them. They had U boats under American soil, like ready for if they had to strike.
1: Yeah, but do you think there were a bunch of homeless dudes wearing tinfoil hats that were telling everybody that that was happening?
0: Maybe. I also think because that, like
1: that's that's who's telling everybody that the Illuminati has a secret base under yeah. the Denver Airport. I also think them and that, Alex Jones. <laughs> I also think that the
0: argument people that argue that are like, yeah, they're ready to strike. It's like, mm, well, that's a big thing to strike America with some U boats. I think it's more likely they like. Snuck I'm, people into the country, and oh they yeah, had to I'm, park their submarine somewhere. I'm so sure they, that's more. You know, what it it's was. more likely that, and then they infiltrated because there was like a whole thing. Like there was a growing Nazi party in the U.S. at the time. Oh yeah. Oh, that's that's what I was getting. at. It's well, like,
1: fascism in general was like before <laughs> all the like wars and genocide and shit happened. Fascism was growing in popularity in that time because everybody was hurting.
0: There was like those letters with you know, FDR was, saying was that the a New Deal wide
1: Great Depression.
0: Well, and that yeah. I,
1: yeah, fascism promised a way out at the time.
0: Yeah, FDR wrote it's, like those letters about the New Deal that he admired Mussolini and what Hitler were doing. Yeah, and that he wants he's was it that he's, he's
1: Churchill he's spoke highly of inspiring Mussolini and, Hitler, the, and
0: the New Deal was inspired by the rise of fascism.
1: Well, and who was the uh, who was the fascist guy in Spain? Because that was another one. Like we nev- do remember. Nobody him. ever went to war with Spain over that. There was a Spanish civil war, but I think the fascists won, didn't they?
0: I do not remember.
1: Uh, and so, like, Spain was just a fascist country that everybody left alone for a while.
0: Did they ever stop? I
1: think so. Nobody, but nobody I, talks I, about Spain anymore. I genuinely don't Is there something know? we should look into? I, I read some Hemingway, and that's about all I know about <laughs> fascism in Spain. That's wild. And obviously, they didn't commit genocide. So,
0: like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, Spain had already done that with the Jews.
1: Well, Yeah. <laughs> Back in the 1500s, yeah. they got it out of the way early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't need to
0: anymore. That's a terrible dark joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, that went a little more offensive than I thought you were going to go. I didn't mean to be
0: offensive. No, was, no,
1: no. no. I, <laughs> well, it, it's also that weird thing, like, it, like the Jews is what they are. It's just when in this context, it always sounds a little
0: <laughs> like. Yeah, it's out a weird there. thing. Like uh, I've had some people say that to me before. It's like, uh, like, oh, that seems offensive. Like because you said because so and so said. Uh, jews and i was like what are they well, that's supposed what they to are. call them yeah like well i mean it just sounds like they're being insulted it was like they're just rough ref- it's like it was i can't remember the exact instance but it was you know they're you're they're just referring to their they they are jewish they are
1: you know what yeah. I mean? like they're that's that's what the, <laughs> that's what the bible
0: calls them yeah <laughs>
1: Although maybe not the, the Bible is not the best reference point to use because that's also what fueled the Spanish Inquisition.
0: That's true. Um, Although, no, but the, the, the First Testament, and, the, the New Testament. Yeah. Because let's not forget the original, the OG Bible is, I mean, yeah. for and of the Jews, so. That's fair. You know, and our, no, old, that's, uh, our old boy Jay Money, he's Jewish.
1: <laughs> so. That's one of my favorite lines in any movie ever is, uh, since it meet the parents? When they first introduce Owen Wilson's character and they're all like talking about church and shit. And then Ben Stiller just goes, I'm Jewish. And Owen Wilson's like, That's okay, man. So's Jesus. Yeah,
0: didn't he say like JC was Jewish or
1: something? (laughs) It was just it's one of the dumbest jokes, but for whatever reason, that always stuck with me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good movie. That was a great movie. Those were good movies. It, yeah, in general, that the whole franchise I thought it, was good.
1: Little Fockers was a little like I don't, don't want to say that jump I saw the shark. Little Fockers actually.
0: So I must have only seen Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers was arguably better. Yeah, I well, we've been
1: over this. I've conceded. I think you're right. I you know what? I I've moved the goalpost. I'm I'm now going to say the rule is that threequels are <laughs> almost always worse. Is almost, the second Matrix movie because better?
0: No, really. I think Mikey said he thinks it is.
1: I always liked the OG Matrix the best, but what is it? Matrix late Revolution, late sci-fi though, the third know, one. Yeah, the third Matrix was garbage. Yeah, the third Godfather was garbage. Not garbage. It was. was just, say, it was not I, up. Everyone to Everyone says that,
0: but I know it's not it, as good as the others. But I, I went into it fresh, and I liked Iron it. Man Three. Which one was that?
1: That's the one with, well, it said it was with the Mandarin, but it didn't really have the Mandarin in it. It was just Ben Kingsley. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Basically, it was Ben Kingsley, oh, yeah. a British actor, playing a British actor. <laughs> that was his character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're right. You're right. That wasn't a great
0: it. movie.
1: Although Cars I,
0: 3, though, arguably better than Cars 2.
1: But is it better than Cars 1?
0: Mm, probably not now
1: i love how like i feel like our go-to's are always like disney movies i always go
0: to cars because that's where they really well, really did they, it they, they like,
1: changed the game
0: well the fact that they didn't just ignore it they went like, okay cars one got it iconic cars two they're he two mater's a spy and they're doing f- and it just got no attention like it was clearly just like <laughs> for kids. And then in, instead when they normally do that and it flops, they kind of just go like, okay, real cars too, you know, or they just do like, they, they don't call it cars three. They go like cars, a new generation or something like that. And then market as, and they just called it cars three. Yeah. They just said, okay, this is all canonical. This second movie with <laughs> Mater is a spy. We're just not going to talk about it at all in any of this in the third movie. <laughs> you know, like, I just think that's the the funniest uh, representation of it. it's like the Disney does that a lot, though, like this new Lightyear movie. Um, oh I think, God,
1: I, I I was kind of wondering if we would talk about this because yeah? I, I just found out about it like this morning.
0: Really? I uh, I have a little, I don't have a problem with it. Well, yeah, kind of. Because Chelsea was I'm like, I'm not against
1: it. No, like, no, I get what they're trying to do.
0: Well, Chelsea, I was like, she's shown it to me, and at one point, because I, I was like, why? Why is Chris Evans voicing him? She's like, well, they can't. It's a it's it's like a prequel. like You know, like it's t- they well, can't it's, use Tim Allen. E- use- it's
1: not even a prequel. Buzz Lightyear is a is yeah. a toy based on a sh- fictional TV movie, show. Yeah. Which is actually like I want to say it was Disney Channel had a cartoon for a That's number of years in the early getting, 2000s. Eventually, they, it was
0: basically this. They Well, I don't think so. Not, I saw the trailer. Yes. But, but they, it they, was it was the same thing. They it did was the fictional
1: TV show that all the toys yeah. were based off of.
0: But they're just kind of ignoring that and going, "All right, this is the thing now," because that didn't have the major success. Yeah. Uh, but the point I'm getting at that I was seeing with this movie that I'm un- unsure about, I was like, "Why isn't Tim Allen doing the voice?" And she was like, "Well, because this is like you know it's whatever, like he's younger or whatever." Like I don't. And I was like, "But he's not. This is the movie that the toy is based on. Shouldn't he sound like?" the toy because the yeah. toy came out like at the same time as this movie. So this movie guy should sound exactly like Tim Allen, who recorded the voices for the toy, you know? Yeah. I <laughs> and mean, she was like, Oh shit. You're right.
1: <laughs> I mean, like even, even Terminator acknowledged this. I don't remember what Terminator movie it was, <sighs> but there was like a video of the real person that the T 800 was based off of, or was like designed off of. And it was just Arnold. Yeah. Arnold was just playing a second character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why can't you do that?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that makes total <laughs> sense. And it's I'm not to say it's not, but like yeah. I understand, like, okay, if they're trying to build score a new score f- one
1: for Terminator, score <laughs> zero for Toy Story. I can see if they're trying
0: to build like a new franchise, if they're planning on doing multiple movies or something. It's like, okay, you need a new voice for Buzz Lightyear, but like I wonder if
1: part of it is just that like this is supposed to be a young Buzz Lightyear and Tim Allen's kind of an older dude. At well, this I point. think that's
0: what I'm getting at. But Tim Allen's voice still sounds the same. Oh yeah.
1: He's been the same since the fucking It's like home I know he's an older days, guy, the-
0: but he's not an he's not old yet. Like, you know, if this is just a movie and maybe a sequel, like he could do the voice. Yeah. You know? It's
1: not that it's it's not like he has to play the character live action.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I don't understand. And like, don't get me wrong, I got nothing against uh Chris Evans. No.
1: And in fact, I think if you're gonna get somebody to play a young version of a Tim Allen character, voice-wise,
0: is probably not a I bad think, choice. Yeah, well, and I think
1: Chris Evans in Jet—I haven't seen either of them do a ton of voice acting. Obviously, Tim Allen more so because I've seen the Toy Story movies. Yeah, but other than that, I don't know how good of a voice actor he is. I don't know how good of a voice actor I Chris Evans is. I bet you he's is. fantastic, and I, I'll tell you why. I think, but my point being, I think Chris Evans has an has that voice. To where he could be a younger.
0: I think you're right. I think I can, I can see it. My thought was just why not Tim Allen?
1: Yeah, no, I like, had the same exact thought. I, I can't
0: imagine that Tim Allen's more expensive than Chris Evans. No, in you fact, know? I'd, I'd argue the opposite. <laughs> Probably the opposite. The only thing I could think of is if Tim Allen was like, no, nah, I'm done. And if that's the case, cool. But I would hope to hear that. You know, like he's just done. He's he's done being Buzz, and if that's yeah. the case, you're like, all right, this dude's taking over for Buzz. They set the last Toy Story up to make more, so all right, cool. Yeah, this why dude, not? Chris have not taken. Okay, so I think he's going to be a fine voice actor because he spent the last decade doing most of his movies in front of a green screen. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he had to act his ass off, but, like...
1: This is one more step removed from that, Yeah, he's he's got the chops for it. You can
0: do the acting without having to look like you got a six-pack and stuff, you know? Like, you can get a beer belly and do the acting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, people have been freaking out over, like, they showed clips in the teaser trailer of Buzz Lightyear with hair. Yeah. I don't understand that. I've always assumed he had hair because he's obviously wearing, like, a skull cap. skull cap,
0: yeah, like a morph suit. Yeah, that's, that was interesting. I love the... Uh, it's
1: like, of course he's got hair. He's still a human being. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love the memes that were going around a little while back, though. Well, someone was he's like, still
1: based on a human being. Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story is not a human being.
0: I say even the human being that he's based on, though, is CGI. Yeah, so, it's still fictional. Yeah. But,
1: like, yeah, he's, a, he's an, or a space ranger. I almost called him an astronaut, but I guess that's kind of an understatement.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I... I i'm not super
1: excited for it just because like i
0: don't see another trailer
1: i'm a a little over toy story in general
0: well and on the the trailer it's like
1: Like, it's like a rocket
0: taking off it's like 10 nine it's like this doesn't feel like space ranger this feels like dude on earth getting on a ship to go to the freaking space station or something
1: what pissed me off is i saw the link and i clicked on it because i saw starring chris evans and i was like well, I gotta see how he sounds as Buzz Lightyear. Oh, they didn't
0: even show him. They
1: yeah, they didn't play a single yeah. clip of Chris Evans just, yeah, doing the voice of Buzz
0: Lightyear. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I I've gotta hear it. I've gotta know that he's gonna do all right. Yeah. And I think if he does all right, I might change my mind on this movie. But like I never went and saw Toy Story Four because I thought Toy Story Three wrapped it up too well.
0: You never saw four? No. You should see
1: four. I thought Toy Yeah, I thought Toy Story Three ended so well, like they they concluded the story in my mind. Yeah. It was just like Toy Story 4 just feels unnecessary.
0: Uh, they did. But
1: and I, I will grant that's an exception to my
0: well new cool the rule. The thing is, they wrap up the story of
1: Well, I don't I don't know that it's an exception to the threequel cool rule, because I, I still think Toy Story 2 is the best Toy Story. But it was a solid third uh, they, movie.
0: All of the- them are great. The fourth one's great too. They uh, the third one wraps up the story of the toys. The fourth one is not, even though it's Toy Story 4, it's not about the toys. It's about Woody.
1: Interesting.
0: And that's all I'll say. Okay. So you got to take that off. Like, it's it's not about the toys. It's about Woody. It's about Woody not fitting in. In the new situation, he's suddenly the odd toy out, and it's interesting. I just, yeah, you just assume I, that he's going to be the leader, and then it's like, oh, he's not. Jesse, she loves that Bonnie loves Jesse more, and well, it's not really course. about like him struggling or anything, but like it leads to this story of this huge like, inner conflict within Woody and how he deals. With it. It's dude, it's it's pretty good. I I would definitely recommend watch, watching it if I find the
1: time to just sit down and watch a movie, I'll consider it. Yeah. But yeah, no, like toy story three was already like the toys were dealing with their own mortality, which I still don't quite understand why they had to deal with that. (laughs) But like that felt like such a good thing to end on. Like they all just kind of accepted like whatever happens happens and they they have death together. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a new family and everything's going to be fine. And that's the way I kind of want to remember (laughs) the ending of toy story. But I you know like I am open to watching I don't the fourth think movie the I've just never felt one, that driven to watch
0: it. I don't think the fourth one messes with that at all. Okay. But it does explore farther into new things. That's probably what I would say.
1: Okay. I I might reconsider watching it. We
0: saw it in theaters, so I, you know, I was all we were I was extremely skeptical for the exact same reasons you're saying. Uh but I I enjoyed it. Obviously, you probably saw all the freaking uh, ads for it everywhere. Uh, yeah. So, like, you know, Bo Peep is back, and you know, yeah. you know, like all the like.
1: Well, I know they brought back a lot of the like classic characters.
0: Then they added new characters like right. Key and Peele. I thought it was going well, like, to be super they brought dumb, back but Potato it, Head. Not. He never well, left.
1: Well, I know, but. Well, that was actually a big thing, right, for Toy Story Four because Don Rickles died, yeah. So they used a bunch of unreleased dialogue and just yes. kind of stitched it together.
0: But that's the thing is, but there's I also, so many yeah. toys now that it's like it get away with it. Yeah. He's just he doesn't have a lot of lines. He doesn't need to have a lot of lines because there's freaking like a dozen <laughs> toys. Because like you see, Bonnie, you're like you realize at the end of three, like he gives her gives him to Bonnie, and there's already a bunch of toys that Andy had, and then he gives him to Bonnie, and she's got like nine toys that are in her house so like suddenly now there's like a dozen and a half toys shitty
1: toys though no i remember it was like the
0: unicorn seth rogan unicorn and
1: i I just remember there's one that was a spork
0: that's four dude
1: isn't that what we're talking about
0: yeah i was saying in three though you see oh yeah yeah, yeah. so there's a lot more yeah there's a the whole thing with the spork is
1: that's, uh, you got to
0: watch it. I, I thought it was going to be dumb, but it, they, they do a good job of it because of course they do. It's Toy Story. Yeah, you I know? guess and they do a really interesting thing with like, like you talked about them facing their own mortality. It's Sporky kind of the whole joke there is like them facing their own existence. <laughs> like the fact that they're sentient toys.
1: Well, and I will say, cause like right Tony Hale's in the fourth one, right?
0: Tony Hale.
1: The dude from Arrested Development. He's sporky. Okay, yeah. I, I love him yeah, as an great. actor. So that's, that is one of the things. Knowing he's in the movie has always made me like, do he's I really sporky. not want to watch this movie? No, he's like, I, good. He alone could convince me. Because Buster was my favorite character on Arrested Development. Like,
0: far none. <laughs> you should watch the movie. Uh, we should start... <laughs> Looking into some interesting archives. However, neither of us are prepared.
1: Uh actually, I haven't. I so I'm gonna see if I can find it again because I found an interesting one that's actually somewhat uh related. Oh,
0: interesting. To uh, what? So <clears throat> to Toy Story? Yeah.
1: So I actually didn't know this. Um well I I knew part of this. I didn't know all of it. Okay. Um so Pixar, the production company that makes Toy Story. I know you know that, but uh-huh. I'm just, you know, dramatic. I appreciate I the dramatic exposition. effect is exposition. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> um, so Pixar began in 1979 as part of the Lucasfilm comu- computer division mm-hmm. known as the graphics. Group. I didn't know that it began as a division of Lucasfilm. Really? I didn't.
0: Oh, you haven't watched any of the like, documentaries or anything, huh?
1: I I have not. I, I know... So it spun off as a corporation in 1986 with funding from Apple co-founder Steve Jobs, who at the time was currently fired from Apple. (laughs) Um, I I mean, that was really it. I just I didn't know it began as a Lucasfilm property. I I always because I had read that Steve Jobs essentially started Pixar. I didn't realize he bought it from George Lucas.
0: Yeah, um, no, it's wild. So I think a, it was originally like a sound design or something like that for well
1: it was it was part of their computer division. So yeah, whether yeah, that's yeah. sound design or yeah, their yeah. like early CGI. Because the old Star Wars movies were very practical effects heavy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much CGI was happening in the late seventies, early eighties.
0: Um <clears throat> speaking of movie but development. It was, it was
1: basically the computers that they did their editing on, I believe. Oh, yeah. And that was that was what Steve Jobs had intended. <laughs> pixar to be that's why he invested in it. it was like yeah i made this computer company and then they fired me <laughs> so i'm just gonna go start another computer company yeah yeah <laughs> and he never had the thought of like you know hitting up that guy bill gates and like hey i started a computer company you started a computer company and
0: he was busy getting people to eat bugs and making fake meat couldn't get all gatesy around that's fair. <laughs> That's what he does, man. <laughs>
1: and I mean, also creating arguably the superior video game console. That's right. Family Records has taken a hard stance. Pro Xbox.
0: Apple doesn't have a video game console. No,
1: no, it. no. I wasn't trying to compare him to Apple. I was just coming up with other things Bill oh. Gates was busy doing.
0: I think Xbox is the only Microsoft thing I like.
1: Agreed. Yeah, I, actually, I, I made that point today because I guess Microsoft just passed up Apple as the, um, as the leading computer company really There's the uh, most valuable i think like the stock price just passed up apple stock price huh um which is unprecedented i was having a conversation about that today with my other business nerd friends that's interesting um
0: i don't like microsoft computers i spent I most I of my life on PCs. as soon as i got to a mac i was like oh my god
1: no i, I how also, did i survive on this I made terrible the switch computers before we started before? fat tango yeah. And it was the same thing. It took me so long to get used to having a Mac. Now when I'm at home and I need to use a computer, I always break out the Boy, Mac. I still have my PC. Yeah. I still use it when I work from home. Cause my office is PC.
0: I just I but can't I can't I, every I, time I, can't I
1: use it as a personal computer anymore. Yeah, I,
0: just, I I can open my laptop. My Mac just opens and it's just starts and it's there it doesn't need to boot up it doesn't need all this sec- like it also just like there's just no like viruses and there's no pop-ups yeah. and you know like it's just
1: apple has way better like i, I don't know if security is the right word I but don't
0: like i never had
1: to download norton for apple yeah apple just has its own antivirus thing
0: it's just a it's, it's just a more comfortable more trustworthy i've had so many pcs over the years I and like two years after you better, give them too you get them in two years, they're freaking dying already. Yeah, and I've had this Mac for three more, and it's already was like a f- four or five year old Mac.
1: Now I will grant I'm um, I'm a loyalist to like the Microsoft um, like applications, like Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel, Ugh. Outlook. Okay. Outlook is still my number one email thing that I use. I I never really got into Gmail or like the pre-installed thing on my computer.
0: Uh, I use AOL, so I can't really talk. Yeah, I I will say though that I don't I I like Pages.
1: I Pages is pretty nice, but Pages is also relatively new, isn't yeah, it? I think so. Or at least in its current state, it's relatively new.
0: Uh, it, maybe it, did,
1: it took a same thing with Apple in general though. It took a long time to get used to Pages for me. Yeah, but once I did, I I definitely agree. I prefer that to Microsoft Word.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm I have left Microsoft and I'm not looking back.
1: No, I, and I don't blame you. I fully Chelsea. Agree. Before
0: we got iPhones, Chelsea had a Windows phone. It was nothing if but issues. Apple made video
1: game consoles. I would be all Apple.
0: Probably the problem is,
1: I don't really want. I don't, don't
0: really want to pay like yeah. three thousand dollars for a video game console I was
1: say yeah apple would charge like 10 grand yeah. for their competitor to the xbox it would be great i'd be able to use my iphone as a controller well but that's what i'm saying like my, my laptop could be like my monitor for the console and yeah. all that shit it'd be great
0: how but is it that a pc it would
1: cost way too much goddamn Well, money. And how
0: is it that a pc needs all this antivirus and stuff but a freaking my xbox i don't get pop-ups my Xbox, I don't have all this. I don't have to install Norton and all this. Like it's just another little computer console. It's connected to the internet and stuff. You would think, right? Like why does that not get I mean even Chelsea's had wear Windows phone, she doesn't get pop-ups all the time. Like why is that so hard to achieve? And why because is, we, my Xbox boots right up and goes. The phone, but I had a PC that was about the same age and it's it like it's still you would turn it on and it would take Forever before you could use it
1: the phones i don't get the xbox i get because you're not pulling up browsers and shit which is where all that malware comes from is downloading shit from a browser okay you know you if you go on the microsoft store and buy a game the odds that there's malware in that game is pretty low Yeah. um the phone i'm surprised that like you never needed antivirus stuff and you could just use the windows phone
0: at least uh, not to my knowledge, although that was a while ago. That's true. I mean, I went from although, that no, to an no. iPhone 4.
1: No, but but pop-ups have been a thing with Microsoft computers since the 90s.
0: Yeah, and still.
1: Like, like I still remember the very first laptop that I'd ever seen. I think it was like eight years old. My mom got a laptop, and that was just the new home computer. Mm-hmm. And it was still on, like, Windows 97, and we would get pop-ups. We had to have Norton, and Norton would just give us pop-ups. Yeah. Norton was a computer virus in and of itself. Yeah,
0: Even McAfee and Norton, you just it's just as many pop-ups if, if you didn't have the damn thing.
1: Well, yeah, and then, you know, that McAfee was just as bad. Yeah. Same thing. I, if, Did if, I say if, it if, wrong?
0: McAfee?
1: I always thought it was McAfee. I don't know. I don't know. The guy lived on a boat somewhere in international waters. McAfee, he could call, him, call himself whatever he wanted. Yeah,
0: whatever. I. <clears throat> but that's what I was talking about, too. I uh, I don't know, man. I could never go back. I, I love no, Apple I, products. Apple has, Apple's been a game changer. Uh, I know everyone sure. says like, oh, you can't trust them, blah, blah, blah. Like, sell your data and all that stuff, but it's like... I well, so does Microsoft. Yeah, I don't see the distinction there. Like, so does Microsoft. And also, like, not that I trust them to forever do this, but like Apple does have a history of like the government's trying to get access to the phone and then like taking Steve Jobs s- had like a hard like, no, we're not yeah. working with the feds stance. Yeah, they like it were, was great. Even <laughs> in like murder cases and stuff where the feds wanted access to someone's phone. It was locked. Well, there was like they there, wouldn't unlock it for them.
1: There was like a whole thing. They strong arm or the government strong armed Microsoft into putting a back door and all their devices for the yeah. government if they needed it. Yeah. And Apple was like Steve Jobs was like, "Fuck no, yeah, I'm not, not going to do that." that. Yeah, <laughs> which I do it, like. Yeah, no, I I respect that. Like, without getting further into why we respect that, it's just it's it's punk rock. It's well, pu- it, very punk rock of Steve Jobs. I don't know if <laughs> if
0: iPhones like selling your data though. That's a thing. I mean, it doesn't matter much now because a I don't lot think
1: of, so. I think it's the fact that we use Google on our iPhone. Well, and that also not data. even just
0: that. Like you're... you're service providers what sells your your data and stuff too like the service I mean, providers are working with the feds like yeah all the time so it's like to me it doesn't really matter which yeah, no. phone i'm using so i'm just going to use the one i want to use because i'm stuck using a service provider all of which are just going to sell your data to Looking whoever you, anyway comcast so, and yeah. <laughs> verizon
1: which are I, not the same company but like partnered in some weird way
0: yeah Anyways, we should start wrapping up. We should.
1: Uh, I saw you on your phone. Did you end up finding another interesting archive? No, or? I didn't. Okay.
0: I didn't. No, uh, It was a fine one, though, considering what we were talking about. Yeah,
1: I figured it was somewhat related and it yeah, was something no that I literally just learned about. Yeah. I, I was hoping that you hadn't known about it.
0: <laughs> Sorry,
1: boy. Hopefully, our listeners, some of our listeners didn't know about that.
0: I um, My family is a big Disney family, so we've watched a lot, a lot of documentaries and stuff about pixar disney and yeah
1: i'm in your family and i'm oh sorry and we're also big disney people no
0: i know i'm saying my close connect you and i don't sit down and watch documentaries together dude i'm talking about my family like my wife and my kids
1: don't we sit down and watch documentaries together
0: because i have a wife and three kids (laughs) that's fair (laughs) those days are gone behind me if i'm lucky i watch some of that stuff with my wife and my kids running around that's what i get yeah, no, I going Bay- to see Doom together not, was a yeah, very rare That's phenomenon. That was big. Yeah, it was big.
1: Um that reminds me too, like the only documentaries I've ever really been interested in are Ancient like Aliens. conspiracy documentaries. So yes, a Ancient Aliens is up there. Yeah. The uh, the unacknowledged thing with Steven Greer.
0: Yeah.
1: Still still can't recommend that enough just because of the production quality of that was so much higher. It's than almost eerie, a lot of that the one. other ones. Um I I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called, but there was another, basically any conspiracy documentary. If it's about conspiracy theories, I'm interested.
0: I love conspiracies.
1: I even found this one that was like so poorly produced. And it was like every episode was like 45 minutes. And it was all just these out there conspiracies. Like there's one that like there's some satellite array in Alaska that's controlling the weather. (laughs) And Uh, it's like, we don't know who, which government is controlling the weather. It's just, some satellite array
0: up there (laughs) have you heard of a book uh called oh god i'm gonna butcher Uh, here
1: that same series had another one on area 51 where the whole argument was area 51's a red herring and that the real area 51 is just some base in like podunk idaho (laughs) i I don't remember where it said the base was i just idaho seems like the place i would put area 51 because there's no people have you heard of
0: a book called the black sun
1: Yes, but I've never read it
0: by Peter Moon. It's uh, Montauk's Nazi Tibetan connection. It's all full of that occult stuff. That's where I got the longboat thing. But like I said, the thing is like that one's been verified. But that book will also go through and be like talking about this guy that like claimed he was picked up by a government UFO and flown around the world on a flying saucer. Like it's full of all kinds of wild stuff. That's, That's
1: the other thing. The Nazis were actually working on UFOs.
0: They go into that. That, the, that was uh, a real thing. Oh, God. What do they call it? In the book, they talk about it. The, Werner they ha-
1: Von Braun, man. They had he the knew what he was
0: doing. Schematics are in the book. The Black Sun book. It, it's... Oh, God. The Glad Vril? He, the, no, the Vril. Glad he was on our
1: team afterwards.
0: <laughs> was it called the Vril Project? Oh, I can't remember now. Uh, I'm going to try and find it. Was it the Vril? They, they had... The-
1: so the Nazis yeah, were the working Vril. on UFOs in Tibet.
0: The Hanabu and the Vril. They were Nazi-ailing countless legends about flying saucer ships built by Nazis before the uh, and during the war as part of a program controlled by the Thule. Yeah, that's a cool book. It's wild. There's some chapters where you read and you're like, this is stupid. This is nuts. Why am I reading this? I can't. There's no way. And then you get to like another chapter and you're like, oh, I can't believe. You know, like in the same exact book, you're like writing it off and you're like, oh, my God, my mind is blown.
1: <laughs> and is this like nonfiction, like shit that actually happened? That's or the claim.
0: This... But okay. the thing is, they'll present it in the way like the so this U-boat very well thing could
1: be another one of those alternate timeline things. Yeah.
0: Well, like the U-boat thing is one of those things that's like verified, I believe. But then like the guy writing and they put that out there is like, OK, this is the claims of the guy who said this and blah 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 blah, and then they go into the real and it's like okay but the real project was real because there are schematics and documents to prove this and that that they were trying to do flying saucers we all know that but then there's oh, yeah, like the a whole th- thing about like them doing like single, a time travel every
1: single world war ii video game has some reference to the nazis working on flying saucers oh yeah it's a whole thing I want to say it's like one of the call of duties. There's actually like points where if you look up, you'll see Nazi flying saucers. Obviously it was very
0: clear that the the Nazis were into the occult. I mean, the whole freaking uh, the whole Indiana Jones.
1: That's where I was going to go.
0: But there's a, there's a lot more to it than that. That book talks about them like sending teams to Tibet to find the Holy Grail. And like, well, and
1: then like, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger, yeah, They went to, what was it, like Norway and found the fucking Infinity Tesseract,
0: Stone? Tesseract,
1: yeah. I don't know if they knew it was an Infinity Stone, but it was an Infinity Stone. That's clearly, that's, I think <laughs> I read somewhere that
0: was inspired by all this stuff. Too. Oh, that like was a Nazis real thing. The occult that was, was a big thing. Yeah,
1: that's, I think Hydra in general was that, that was the whole thing was like, that was the wing of the Nazis that dealt the with the occult.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the Thule. Because they had the Thule had like these like witches. I think they were they called them witches. Yeah. I could be completely wrong, but it was like these. And uh, this is where like all this Wolfenstein shit comes from. And uh, kind uh, of, they believe they got their power from their hair. So these chicks would have hair down to like the ground, and they would apparently be able to like put people in trances and send them to like the other planes of existence and stuff like that. See the so clock clearly works. the Nazis were uh, experimenting with drugs.
1: Lots and lots of drugs. I don't know.
0: Maybe. Actually, no, that,
1: that was a whole thing. Like, um Hitler had actually commissioned research into uh specifically amphetamines. Oh yeah.
0: They put, that put was them in like chocolate thing. bars for the for like, the soldiers, weren't like, they?
1: I don't I don't know that we would have Adderall or like ADHD medication without like the research that they did that's, in Germany. That's where you're the time. going at.
0: Like we've had a lot of uh, medical breakthroughs that have happened because of what Hitler did. And if we hadn't done it, and then we would like, cause there was things where they ugly
1: would car that, uh, that everybody kind of likes to shit on <laughs>
0: Volkswagen. Um, well they, they would do things where like they would, they would just kidnap kids and experiment on them, like inject stuff into their eyeballs to see what yeah. made your eyes a certain color. Like,
1: although that, that sounds really evil, but like the U S government also did that shit. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, like, the U S government was like dosing people with ridiculous amounts of acid.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> people jumped off of buildings because they were just like on like the equivalent of like 30 tabs of acid. There was a whole thing where the government, <laughs>
0: the U S government, like, uh, was
1: it, they were experimenting with like mind control. They, there was
0: wild, even wild stuff like that though. They were, they like, uh, expose the whole community to, I want to say it was like chlamydia or something. Syphilis. syphilis. The Tuskegee experiment. The Tuskegee. There you go. And they're
1: under the pretense of, vaccinating people for syphilis
0: yeah and they would expose them they were going to vaccinate them, but they actually gave them all syphilis and they did an old experiment to see what it would look like if a community went untreated with syphilis yeah.
1: like how far would syphilis go
0: so that's um something i would consider uh evil
1: that, yeah that's 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 <laughs> fucked up straight up evil that's that's like drugging puppies and locking them into cages where they oh, get God. eaten by flies
0: that is some uh, high-level evil. <laughs> You're right.
1: And that's probably the most uh, topical we've gotten here. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh,
0: the thing is, but in they're right that in future, just like with Genghis Khan, people are yeah. like, well, if these in, evil people didn't push the boundaries, then yeah, we wouldn't no, have this and this know, and this.
1: Yeah. For all we know that shit with the puppies is going to lead to like a cure for a type of cancer.
0: Well, that's and that's the whole argument with like the. Not to get political uh, topical again, but well, like that's the whole why, argument like, you with know, the gain why, of function. Like,
1: Pantene experiments on like chimpanzees and stuff. <laughs> you know, if they didn't do that, we wouldn't have this like
0: luscious, voluminous hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that, that <laughs> reminds me of an interesting archive. I want to verify it though. <laughs> Let me double check it because it's been a while. Uh,
1: but yeah, gain of function, like you were saying, like that's how we develop vaccines is we predict what viruses are going to do so well, but that we can just like counteract many things. Them. like,
0: you can argue that that's good. You can argue that that's bad because well, obviously if it did lead to a global of, pandemic, that's bad. But if it didn't, you could see how you could argue that that is good for it's, avoiding it's,
1: it. It's the argument about, pl- it's the argument of playing God. It's, you know, the, the thing that always comes to mind is, you know, Jeff Goldblum's fa- like most famous line ever. Yeah. You know, you spent all this time wondering about whether or not you could when you should have been thinking about whether or not you should like that's I probably butchered the quote, but (laughs) I got the gist of it. Yeah, I know. And it's a real thing. And sometimes the answer is yes, you should. Sometimes the answer is no, you shouldn't. And sometimes we don't know for hundreds of years what the right answer is.
0: I'm not going to be able to find it. So I had a teacher that told us uh, once a marine biology class that lipstick one of the main ingredients in lipstick was squid uh, semen.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so I've, I don't know that that's true, though. I'm not I'm having trouble finding it.
1: Well, I uh, mean, if we're just making stuff up, then like or if we're just taking rumors that we heard in school, then I've got an interesting archive, too. Did you know that energy drinks have bull semen in them? Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> it's what the everybody was like. Oh, yeah, that's what taurine is—the one the thing that's labeled on every energy drink. Well, there's a uh, I'm pretty sure it's just like a different kind of caffeine.
0: Well, this this is I'm finding out. I started looking for it to confirm all this. I think there's some truth to some of this stuff. Is why. So the, apparently, uh, bull semen is used in many hair products. Great for dry or damaged hair when mixed with katera or weirdly, I'm not surprised by that treatments. But like I think I think it's not as common as people as it makes it out when you just go, Oh, it's made of this. But yeah. Anyways. I mean, you know, like I've seen
1: there's something about Mary, like I know that stuff can definitely do some interesting things with your hair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's wrap up, dude. We're at right. 40. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I am also, um, I also do another podcast with Mikey Lanning called they might be bronies where we watch every episode of my little pony to find out if we might be bronies. Do not go listen. It's not for you unless you came here from there. Then you can go back. That's allowed. But uh, if you came here first here and you think that I'm a kind fella I'd like it to stay that way and uh, just hang around here and just ignore what I just said. Um, we also do another show with all four owners of Fat Tango called 4 to Tango, where we get together every we're going to try for every week now uh, and I'm play a for that. dumb game and have some fun and be idiots. Uh, that's also a YouTube show. So you can actually follow us at 4 number 4 to Tango uh, in all the places you can listen online on podcasts or you can watch our dumb faces on YouTube.
1: Uh, on YouTube, it's going to be on our channel, Fat Tango Productions.
0: There you go. On
1: all podcast apps, the audio will be available as the number four to, to tango. Oh, okay. The number four, the word to tango. Okay. Um, I always feel like we should specify that, but I'm pretty sure even if you get it remotely close, we'll come up in search results.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of uh, four to tango, like, or fat tango in general. When you search it, we kind of yeah. come up because no one's really got something that those words together. Yeah. No.
1: I, <laughs> Say what we will about Mikey. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, you can find it's, us. He, he came up with a cool company name. You can find at us At least unique.
0: <laughs> all right. Give us your plugs,
1: Blake. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at Blake Sweet Comic. You can go listen to the other podcast that all four of the owners of Fat Tango do. Our scripted comedy anthology series, Fat Tango Presents. Uh, that one is not on YouTube. It's just on podcast, but that's kind of the idea. Uh, you can also check out our website, FatTangoProductions.com. We've got a link to our Discord, which I join at your own risk, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and we've got a merch store. You can buy some very basic, but actually pretty decent quality, like t-shirts and hats and sweatshirts. Yeah, we got some gear. Like, yeah, And also, I'm going to plug our email address, at fattango.com. Oh, yeah. You can send in interesting archives. You can send in... Um, I don't know family stories whiskey recommendations whatever you want if you just say hi bitch about your day whatever just email us you can
0: also reach out to us uh on family records po on twitter or family records podcast on instagram uh getting to what you said i looks like you're bringing it up already yep um blake's promise to read every five star review we have a new one
1: and this one might also end up being our family record because uh uh (laughs) There's certainly a lot of uh, a certain word in here. (laughs) Um, All right. So we do. So, yeah, if you go on iTunes and leave us a five star review, I will read it on the air. We do have a new one from it's how gal 67 titled two funny wops. So right off the bat, it's a racial slur. That's okay because we're white now. Wait, she
0: wasn't Uh, talking about the Cardi B song. Oh, maybe that's
1: what she's talking uh, about. I think that's See, probably it. It's I okay am. if it's that. Uh, if it's, it's the Cardi 2021, B song. I'm. I'm always thinking it's about, an like, Italian things slur. Being Offensive. Yeah. yeah.
0: I get. All it's, right. She's just talking about our wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's okay.
1: I can't even think of a p word that we could use. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was trying to think of something. I was to trying to, to think I'm up with something, and then I just <laughs> stopped and wet. Nothing sounds worse than whatever I could have come up with.
1: So I've screwed that up. (laughs) Listening to Blake and Matt tell family stories and talk about pop culture. I learn a lot. It's very entertaining and I absolutely love their special guests. Shout out to Jr. Damn it. We tried to phase those out. Come on. No more shout outs to that weirdo. But since I was the butt of a lot of Jr's jokes, I need to come on and defend my honor now. Would <laughs> love to be a guest on Family Records and taste some good whiskey with the Wops.
0: Ooh, Jr's mom. Jr, your mom called you out.
1: <laughs> I mean, you just called her out for being Jr's mom. Although I'm sure anybody did do. you not? Did you not catch I'm, that? I didn't. No, no, yeah, no. I, I caught it. <laughs> Jr just talking crap about
0: a random person. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, old so Well, I mean, he talked a
1: lot of crap about grown-ups and grown-ups too. Maybe it was like Adam Sandler. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Adam maybe Sandler's leaving reviews as, as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, Talgal 67 Oh, Talgal 67 Oh, man.
0: That's funny. No, that's yeah, pretty No, yeah, that's a great. good review. Uh, Thanks, Not- Christine. <laughs>
1: notice she didn't call you white.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did notice.
1: <laughs> I did. So that's like, yeah points for Christine that junior just appreciated.
0: Get. <laughs> Much appreciated. No, it's so funny, that all that, and then the Adam dude comes off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're pretty light, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. That's the reality. I know. Um, that's too funny though. But yeah, if anyone leaves us a review, we will read it on air. Uh, We'll see. I mean, maybe we'll have to have Christine on. Maybe we'll have to have her and yep. JR on.
1: That could be a fun... Just
0: let them go yeah. at it. We'll just sit back and watch. A couple yeah, of chips just... <laughs>
1: We'll just come in, we'll be the engineers. We'll use our two mic interface that we have right now. Maybe and we could just instigate. <laughs> like so would
0: you grown ups two, what's your opinion? Grown ups one, what's your opinion? Just, just get them out of each other's throats.
1: Be pretty hilarious. <laughs> oh, grown ups one got screwed out of that yeah. Oscar. So are why'd you kidding me? Why'd that you name your son
0: movie? Letters? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Christine. We appreciate it. I, I, I mean, you say your name all the damn time, so I figure it's fine. Yeah. It's, uh, she's probably well, she's, used to it she's now. Our
1: new, she's the new target of our shout outs. Yeah. Shout out, Christine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're going to shift off of JR. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I think that about covers it. Awesome. Uh, we don't I know. can't believe we managed to talk this
1: long. Yeah, for real. Like, like every time when it's just the two of us, you text me like four hours before recording. <laughs> like i have nothing to talk about (laughs) and then we always stretch it into like two hours we always end up
0: going for a while (laughs) apparently you and i know how to chit chat i don't know if it's interesting to listen to but you and i definitely know how to chit chat It's
1: interesting for us and that's all that matters yeah i'm having
0: fun (laughs) anyways y'all thanks for joining us for another episode um we we really appreciate you coming in and hanging out with us until next time peace Peace. late Late. out This has been a Fat Tango production.